What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Bitcast. Ainsley Bowden here, Dan the Rally Rodriguez, as always. And first off, before we even get started, I want to apologize for last week. I know uh, more of you have been watching us on YouTube lately, and if you probably noticed last week, it looked like a bad Japanese movie from the 60s. Uh, I don't think uh, my CPU was keeping up too well, so we seemed to drop some frames. The file got all screwed up, and uh, you saw the result of it. Yeah, so, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, I hope you didn't pay to get into that one. <laughs> so, um, so long story short, we're going to go back to 1080.30 for a couple weeks here working on some things we'll be back to 1080 uh, native 1080 60 frames here in the next few weeks but we just want to make sure we don't have any issues like that in the short term because that's annoying so sorry about that lastly this is well not lastly we're just getting started what am i talking about <laughs> lastly for the <laughs> lastly and we're done we'll see you next week uh, <laughs> this is big cast 90 90 episodes technically 91 because as i always say we did a zero that we don't count but that means we are 10 away from our 100th episode. So I want to thank everyone, as always, for tuning in and listening. And we are already in the early stages, very early stages, of planning something for episode 100. So hopefully do something special for that. Um, but we got a little time yet. So big show this week. we got a lot to talk about, actually. Um, we've got a poll. We've got a listener question. And we got a whole lot of news. So why don't we go ahead and jump in. We'll jump in with our weekly poll as we're doing now. And uh, just a reminder for new listeners, you can find this on the Season Gaming Twitter account. So just at Season Gaming, and we put it up every sometime Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, later in the week. And uh, it's going to be a topic that's uh, related to something that's being discussed that week. So this week, we were kind of talking about uh, CD Projekt Red and the delay of Cyberpunk 2077. And there was a rumor spreading that this was due to the original launch Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And the developer needing more time to kind of, you know, work on those versions of the game. And so the uh, kind of topic came up again about cross-generation releases and Xbox's methodology of, hey, we're going to release everything on the Xbox One, One X, and uh, Series X uh, for at least maybe a year or two. And so I kind of asked the question, do you like the idea of developers building their games across generations at the beginning of the next console launch? And uh, I thought this would be a little more divided, but it was pretty decisive in that 82.3% said, yes, I like that it, you know, Xbox, not Xbox, but just developers are going to be putting their games across generation because I think, um, you know, some people responded and just said, it gives you the option as not having to upgrade on sure. day one, right? Yep. Whereas only 17.7% said, uh, no, they want dedicated games or exclusive games on that new platform. So... I also, before, give me one more second here, Dan, since I'm taking all the, no, the, the verbiage here. But it was funny because one of the developers on Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red came out. And uh, Corey Barlog commented on this and basically said, hey, up until launch, the developers are optimizing. You know, that's all it is right now is optimization up until you launch the game. And so one of the developers at CD Projekt Red came out and basically just reconfirmed that. They said, you know, there's always changes going on. Uh, while the game is made, lots of things are unoptimized because they're all in flux, changing, and still not finished. So he said simple answers like they delayed the game because of X might make for a good rumor, but don't hold a lot of truth. There's always many reasons among them, and I can speak for myself, simply uh, fixing bugs so the game is as polished as possible. No hidden agendas, just working to make the game better. So how in the hell you were able to read that is that? <laughs> How do you see me leaning? Font I've ever seen. I'm like, 
What is he saying? <laughs> My eyes are still pretty good, man. That's 14 years ago I got LASIK. 14 years ago. LASIK? I got contacts. I still can't read it. <laughs> I also sprayed my face with uh, Febreze yesterday, right in my eyes. So that might be causing it, too. But uh, who knows? I should have changed my contacts this morning. I didn't. You, I might, wanna, to, you might want to do that. Yeah, I used them once yeah, yesterday. But they smell good. They smell delicious. <laughs> so we actually, right before this show, we were smelling my eyes. <laughs> yeah, was, Whoa, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a different show. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, I'm I'm not sure where I lie on this on this poll. Yeah, yeah. Because while this doesn't seem like it's an issue, yep. In reality, thanks Council Warriors for bringing up something that's completely not even existent. Uh, I can see it becoming an issue. Yeah, and later we, we, on we talked a little offline about right. this, so that's why I wanted to bring this up as a subject. So I thought it was a good topic. Yeah, for sure. Um, at, at what point? Does this start holding stuff back? Because yeah. the Xbox, the original especially, is just it's old. It's got it's outdated. Yeah, and you know it, it wasn't that advanced at re- at launch. Right, that was the problem with last gen is that even at launch, the Xbox One, well, the PS4 and the Xbox One, the Xbox One more so, right? Mm-hmm. Were only about middle range PC. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then they then they had the iterations. Obviously, the X took it to another level, and from what we're hearing of the PS5 and the Series X. They're going to be more of a higher-end PC at launch, right? right? Whereas the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 were already a little bit dated, especially with the CPU, the Jaguar CPU at launch. Right. I have no idea what you just said. So, <laughs> I don't know tech stuff. That's, a, that's my biggest so problem. The, the biggest holdback is the CPU. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. that part. Yeah. So, so what, at what point does that become an issue for developers? Yeah. I can see this kind of happening. You know, whether or not this is, you know, it apparently looks false... Um, but if you're going to go one year, two years into the next generation, and you even for third party, does this does this? And I asked you guys the question, you know, does it put you know that kind of stress on third party developers? With, with like Microsoft developers, it's fine, right? Because they they've probably got the inside juices. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they got the stuff. You know, they they've got the access to more than you know probably other people do. Whether or not they, you know, should or should not, I have no idea. But if you look at like the PS5, it's not going to have. It's going to be backwards compatible, but you know, everything released for it will be for the PS5. There'll be no. They yeah. haven't. They haven't confirmed. Well, that they, they haven't confirmed that. But that's that's the rumor. Yes. If that's the case, um, at least first party. First party. Yep. Right. 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 You know, I, I don't know how that's going to work. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know. I'm worried that. These games will start suffering, not only with delays, yeah. but just in, in quality. Yeah, you know, because eventually, I mean, I know everybody. It's great. It's consumer friendly as hell. You know, that's the best part about this. You know, it's great because you don't have to go out and buy a five hundred dollar, six hundred dollar, however much it's going to cost. Yeah, like we talked console. about before, right. right? Or for our kids, like we can still play right. together. Exactly. Or friends that don't want to buy on launch or can't afford to buy on launch, you can still play together. Right. I just don't want it to come to the point where it's like. <laughs> Well, you still have to make these games yeah. work on this OG Xbox, and and you know I, I don't know about how the whole ecosystem works. You know, it seems like you know with like an Xbox game, you can play it on the OG, the X, excuse me, the Series X for now. You know, the beginning of the generation anyway. That's what it, they've said, I think. So they said, yeah, possibly a year or two. Year or two, yeah. Right. So I'm a little worried yep. about it. I'd rather just have dedicated games at this point, I think. Okay. Um, for me, um, maybe not so much for my kids, you know. They still got OG Xboxes and they're still working. Yep. My which son, is amazing. My son too. Yeah. yeah. So 
I don't know, man. It, it's 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 it concerns me a little bit. But at the same time, you know, we're buying the new stuff, so I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I, well, I think we're always going to buy the new stuff. Right. So the the concern for us is we want to get the most out of the new hardware. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I think uh, what made it more interesting is you've got some developers saying, hey, we always build for the highest spec. In fact, there was another quote that came out, which I don't have here, but a developer came out and basically said, we always build for the highest spec possible, which will be Series X and PS5, and then we scale down, downwards. Right. So people think they build for the lowest and then enhance it. It's actually the opposite. Okay. Build for the highest and then bring it down. Now, what was interesting is John Linneman over at Digital Foundry came out and added kind of a little fuel to this fire because he said... Thanks, John. Um, <laughs> he essentially said that, yes, you know, all of that is true, but you have to think in terms of PC, because everyone right. says it's like PC, but he said the problem is there's no PCs using Jaguar CPUs. They're ancient at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, your, your, your minimum requirements or your recommended requirements for PC games are above Jaguar CPUs nowadays. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. So... Other people were saying, so what that means is, you know, think of like an open world that could be populated. This is going to be the most simplistic example ever. Open world populated with a million trees. Mm -hmm. Well, those trees can't be populated. A million trees can't be populated because of the CPU, the Jaguar CPU on the Xbox One. So we got to have to make that 100,000 trees. They'll just be a lot more detailed on the Series X. Well, Whereas if it was Series X only, you could have a million trees. Well, it's like The Witcher on the Switch. Right. If you look okay. at the two different ones, I mean, I've, I've seen their Digital Ponders video on those, and it basically depopulates trees. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's the trees, and it just it looks a little bit, you know, less sharp. Um, still runs amazing for a Switch game running yep. The Witcher Three, but um, I guess that does make sense. So I think that's a perfect example, right? So you play Witcher Three on if we're staying with consoles right. on uh, goddamn One X series, actually killing me Xbox. <laughs> Make it something cool on One X. Yeah. Um, it's incredible because you can play on four K thirty or the narrow variable sixty frames, right? Sure. And then you scale it down to the Switch, and as you said, there's just less foliage, less physics going on, right? Right. Um, so in theory, what we're saying is it should be fine because the Series X will just be the top and you'll scale it downwards, right? But I, I do see the, to some degree, I see a little point of concern of, you know, it would just be nice if developers didn't have to worry about having to scale their hardware down that, that greatly. Right, because then you're going to start looking at probably more delays, you know. More development time. More development time, more yep. crunch, more everything, and it... Cost. You know, yeah, everything goes. Now they're going to recoup the cost. It's like yeah, because in that, two days that install base <laughs> makes up for that right. additional work. Right. So they're, they're probably developing this for the PC, and then is that is, am I correct in that? And then porting it, or, or are they developing it simultaneously for consoles and I, the PC? I don't know. I, mean, I, that, I would think PC is their lead platform, sure. but they have come out and specifically said that this game was built with the Xbox One and PS4 generation in mind. Right. Because now people are, it's taken so long, people are asking, well, what Series X and PS5, you know? Yeah. I mean, at this point, why not just push it back another two months and, you know? I'm with you. Yeah, you know. Because then, then I wouldn't be tempted to play it. Just, then, yeah, <laughs> but then the PS4 base possibly could be, uh, you know, SOL, basically, because... If if they're if they're going to release, I guess they could release two different versions, like they did for the well, Last of Us, or, you know, Last of Us Remastered. And you, on PS4, you had Remastered, right? But right. all all they need to do is just like anything else. If you release it for PS4, mm -hmm. then you have a Pro version, 
and then you have a PS5 version. It doesn't have to be an individual standalone software. Yeah, right. And I, I'm, what I'm wondering is what's the you know what's the time investment in having to do three different exactly. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, and yeah. I, I don't want to see any more delays with anything. But everything's getting delayed. So <laughs> we talked yeah. about that last week, right? You know, it's just it's just it's super frustrating. I, I get it, you know, to a certain extent, but at the same time, you know, as a gamer and wanting these experiences, yeah. you know, I'm kind of getting tired of it <laughs> at the same time. So yeah. I, I want to see, you know, I want to see what next gen has to bring. I want to see what their strategies are. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting, you know, and, you know, for sure, you know, getting into the listener question, we'll get into here in a second. Which you know, play, I put it right there because it right. plays into this it to does. a degree. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was so our listener question is from Mario Zacone. Is it Zacone? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I hope it's Zacone. Uh, we're going to give him a shout out, Mario. Mario, you're Mario awesome. has been with us literally since the beginning. Since yeah. I started Season Gaming, he has been following and listening, and he's an SGOG for sure. So, Mario, appreciate it. SGOG. That's All right. It. That's awesome. So he asks, how will Game Pass affect next generation buyers? who may be purchasing both the Xbox and PS5. So this is a good question because yeah. I was thinking about it, and there's really contrasting perspectives here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if, Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt no, go you. Go ahead. You go ahead. Um, yep, that happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, why not get signed <laughs> out of Google while it's not even up? Yeah, no problem. That's good. Yeah, no, we can't read it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Google, man. <laughs> This is probably running on Stadia. Yeah, it's probably. It's probably. <laughs> <laughs> you get the Stadia version of Box. <laughs> Stadia Google Sheets. Jeez <laughs> uh, Louise. So I was thinking about this. Um, the, <laughs> the contrasting perspective. So most people I've seen talk about this have said, well, now the great thing about buying um, a Series X on day one, when you think about a new console launch, right, one of your first for the, since we've been alive, whenever you think of a new console, you launch. Oh man, I got to pay for the console, but then I want to buy three or four games, an extra controller, you know, and it right. it adds up to this big package price. One of the beautiful things around Game Pass, especially when you think Halo Infinite, Forza Eight, or whatever they end up calling it, right? Those are right. guaranteed day one launches. Um, is that you don't have to buy those games on day one, so you can buy a Series X, get home, and even have those games pre-installed. I talked about this before. Have those pre-installed. You literally put your Series X there, plug in your hard drive, and you could play immediately. Nuts. And own those new games, which is amazing. The contrasting perspective is, I have an Xbox One X and Game Pass, like we both do, right? I'm ar- I already own, or, or will be able to play, not own, uh, Halo Infinite, Forza 8, anything else that launches at launch, right? right? And I don't have to buy anything. Right. I can put my money towards the PlayStation 5, and if it has exclusive games, buy those games, and I'm still playing all the new games. So I think either way it's fantastic. Um, and and i got to be honest, Xbox has been very clear that they don't give a shit. No. They don't. You're going to be, if you play Halo Infinite, you play Forza, they're good to go. Yeah. Buy your PS5. Enjoy it. Yeah, they, it, <laughs> that's what they want, man. They, they, they want people to game, regardless of where it is. You know, that's why they're doing Project X Cloud. You know, that's why they're putting stuff on different, you know. By the way, you can play Madden on X Cloud. They added more games to it. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. I totally forgot that. And yeah. I was playing Madden the other day. And then I was like, man, I'm a little tired. I'm going to go lay down. I grabbed my phone. I was like, oh, I can play Madden. I'm still playing Madden. <laughs> laying down. It's crazy. Future's nuts. It is nuts. But I can see this is going to help 
people who don't have who can't afford you know that want both consoles that want yeah. both experiences and yeah. be both to say hey like you said I got the X or I've got even the S it doesn't really matter yeah, it doesn't matter you can be on a launch you know, OG yep whatever you have I, and I can only afford one you know right now yep and so I'm gonna buy say the PS5 yep you know or you can like you said jump right into it I, I don't know if it, I mean it's not to us, you know, it's not like, you know, it doesn't matter who sells more. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't um, matter at all. And, you know, in hardware, we've said that before, it's not their their number one, you know, concern. Um, it doesn't make them as much money as everybody thinks it does for some reason. Um, it's, there's not a huge margin there. And that's pretty, you know, Google it. <laughs> it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty simple. So I, I think, you know, will this... I think most people will say, well, I'm just going to buy the PS5. I would say it's probably close to, you know, I would say maybe 60% of people. You know, if you're in the PS4 ecosystem right now, you're probably going to want to stay there, you know, because you don't have to, you know, and if you're like if you if you're in the PS4 ecosystem mostly, you've got a, like an Xbox. Yep. You know, it's just, it's just where you land, man. Because I just happen to have, the only reason I have... You know that I'm going to buy a Series X is because I love the the new tech. Yeah, I just want the stuff. best experience. All my games, most of my games, are on the in the in that ecosystem. Yep. You know, over 700 games. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I want to keep it going. You yep. know, and those people that have 700 games for the PS4, yep. they're going to stick with that PS5 because now they're going to have backwards compatibility. Yep. You know, allegedly. So, it's fantastic. Regardless of of what you get, it's it's you know. I would have to say, to answer that question, um, I, I don't know. If they're going to buy them both, I, I think it's just going to save them a lot of money in the long run. That's all it is. Because we're buying both. Right. Right. And yeah. all, all it's doing is... Now, I'm screwed anyway because Halo, I'm going to buy the console and the collector's edition and everything else that comes along with it. But mm-hmm. for a game like Forza, you know, unless I want something very specific in a in a steel book or something like that, right. I can just play it on day one and not even think about having to buy it. Yeah, especially if they, you know, give us the Ultimate Editions like they did with Gears. Yeah, you know, that was I mean, amazing. That was nuts. So if they continue that streak, I mean... I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. No, because what you're going to do, right, you know, there's... there's I, I don't know how many because they don't say, but there's a lot of us who were on that um, Game Pass translation oh, yeah. route, you know what I mean, where mm-hmm. we have like two years prepaid. Yep. But Series X launches later this year. Right, and then you're going to get into all those other games that we own and play, mm-hmm. and that subscription is going to come to an end, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be more money being made. Oh, for sure. And and he and they've already been clear. Everyone thinks that they're giving Game Pass away, but um, Phil came out and talked about that. He said, you know, we do promotions just like any other service, but believe me, we're we're doing just fine with yeah. Game Pass. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> how anybody can get upset or come out and say, hey, you know. Microsoft is just they're, they're screwing themselves. Yeah. Yes. yes. Tell yeah. Microsoft how they're yes. they're messing up. Yes. Yeah. Go go tell go tell yeah, <laughs> Sophia why he's you know bathing in hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Only the, uh, and they're throwing them out. That's what he's doing. Trillion dollar market cap and name CEO of the year. But god damn, I wish they would listen to these Twitter guys. Yeah, those and, Twitter guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> what in the hell, man? Um, yeah, so one one point going back to the whole cross gen thing, mm-hmm. I think the one um, the game that will will really show us whether uh, it's truly going to hold back games or not is Halo, and that's because this is it's a new engine, right? 
it's going to be Xbox One X and Series X, and it's literally, we know it's going to be Xbox's showcase title, right? So right. If, if the Series X version comes out as expected and is like 4K60 with hardware ray tracing and, and just looks absolutely ridiculous, right? Yeah. Then we can say, yeah, you can go play it on your launch Xbox One, but look at the Series X one, dude. It's it's out of control. Right. I, I'm more curious to see what a third-party game exactly. is going to look like. Exactly. You know, that's that's going to be... The, the the defining kind of you know moment for me you know that Golem game that's supposed to be released on for PS5 right and the Golem. Xbox, is it Godfall the, no the that's PS5 the, yeah. the Golem Golem how do you say it Lord of the Rings oh Lord of the Rings yeah, yeah. sorry 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 yeah because that's the next gen game yeah right so that'll be Schmeagle. on PS5 yeah Schmeagle. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who asked for that game but it wasn't me so anyway it's gonna come out on the PS5 uh-huh. it's gonna come out on the Xbox Series X and yeah. also the rest of the Xbox. Um, but not the well, PS4. Well, no, they haven't Possibly. said that though. Possibly, yeah. but if, if it's if it's trending towards that, you know, if that's what's going to happen, let's just say it's going to happen. <laughs> okay, we'll say for the sake of argument. I don't think it will. I think it's going to. <laughs> oh, do we have a little lunch bet? Uh, extra life bet. <laughs> extra life bet. Ten dollar extra. We'll life see what bet. happens. Okay. All right. So if they develop straight for the PS5 from okay. here on out, and then that's where the comparison is, what I want to see. Sure. I want to see. Okay, what this game? This is what this game looks like. You know, and it's not like I said; it won't matter really in the end. But um, I want to see what those graphics look like because the graphics should be the same. I want to see how the, the the systems handle that. You know, the Series X. You know, assuming it's more powerful, yep. but not probably not by much. I don't think there's going to be a huge, huge difference in the end. Um, but I think that will be the test: is a third-party game as opposed to like say if you say Halo, for sure. You know, you know, seeing it on the line of consoles that Xbox has, but I think it's going to look amazing regardless. Yeah, uh, yeah. they're wizards over there, yeah, and they've got a new engine to work with. So Super interesting. Um, but the... It, and then it, it's tough, right? Because then you get all in the nuances of... Um, um, did the developer want to truly... The third-party developer truly want to dedicate enough resources and time and money to, to, right. to put that effort in, and were they lazy with the port, and... Yeah, and, and then the, that and but that that goes. That's to part the, of the question. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the question, yeah. right? It's it's that's what I don't want to see. Exactly. Because then I'm like, well, I just bought the Series X, but now the PS5 is looking better. It's running better because the versions, the version, yeah, 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 the version of that game because um, it's optimized just for one yeah thing I got instead you. of two. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest concern with the whole thing. We'll see what happens. Um, Ten dollar extra life bet. There you go. It's out there. I'll just tell you, the reason I don't think third parties are going to do that, unless there's like a contract with Sony to do that, mm-hmm. it, you'd be ignoring 110 million users. Oh, well, well, for you sure. Know, the user base of yeah. PS4 is just too high. It's pretty high. Yeah, you're not going to... And now some of those are obviously going to be on PS5 at that point, but right. um, that's just that's a lot of money you'd be leaving on the table. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> cares about money. Nobody cares about money, unless you're a Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs> just keep informing Microsoft what they should be doing. Yeah. I'm sure they're all ears. Yep. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's get to... That was a long opening. That's all right. Yeah, no, that's good conversation. Let's get to the news, and I'm going to start off the news with just a question. Might be a little vulgar. Just want to, you know, I'm just <laughs> going to, sure. if you've got kids listening. But um, <laughs> where the fuck is Anthem? Yeah, I don't know. What yeah. is going on? I I mean, if they release, what, almost a year from, you know, next month, right? Yeah, I was playing the Alpha or whatever oh, yeah. this time last year. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it's... Oh, 
So there's the rumor of this 2.0, right? Anthem mm-hmm. 2.0. We talked about that, I want to say, what, August, September? But there's no news at all. Nothing. There's nothing. They keep putting out these, like they had this winter thing going on. I just saw clips and stuff of it. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe the five people that are still playing asked for that. That's possible. <laughs> but, you know, it's not only that, but you're also hearing rumors of, you know, remastering Mass Effect. Remastering, you know, I heard, I saw one about Dead Space. Just, just. And we know they're making Dragon Age because they've said it. Right. So, what, I mean, how many people do they have? Seven. The answer <laughs> is seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you really, I mean, look what No Man's Sky did with, you know. They're, 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 when No Man's, Hello Games, when No Man's Sky launched, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, they were a team of 12 people. Right. 12. Right. And they, you know, they don't have a ton of people over there still, I don't think. No, no, you they haven't. Yeah. And they released a game that, and they still do, and it's, they're huge updates. Yeah, you know, meaningful. And, yeah, and there, there are tons of content in each one. I went back and played it maybe a month ago just to see what it was. I mean, it's, it's nuts how much they've added. All free. Nothing. I mean, I bought that game for five bucks or something like that on the PS4, and actually enjoyed the old version. I enjoyed it at launch. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds. Yeah, but you know, they've added quite a bit and it's becoming complicated. <clears throat> but um there's nothing out of Anthem. Like nothing. Like just say, hey, you know, this is where we're at in this development, you know, cycle. Do a dev diary. Because you know at this point they're gonna come out in like March or April and be like, hey, we're coming it's coming out September thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna release two point and everybody's gonna be like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Terrible. They should like a five-minute video dev diary. That's all you would need to do. Once a month, do a five-minute dev diary of saying, "Here's what our plan is. Here's a little look at the studio working on it." Done. Yeah, or just keep doing what you're doing, releasing updates every three or four months. You know, with little events, because I mean, at this point, I don't think that that's going to bring back a ton of people. Oh, the two dot oh. Yeah, I don't. It depends what it is. I mean, it'd have to be a new game. You know. With all the great mechanics that it had, and it, you know, and it did. It had a lot of good, solid gameplay mechanics. Yeah. You know, it's just we say that all the time, and you you, you came out and you you put it right in our butts. <laughs> That's what you did. You know, I loved you, but you you hurt me. Yeah. So I just, I had to bring it up because actually my son brought it up earlier this morning. I was like, "That's a good point. We haven't talked about Anthem in a few months. We need to get me and Dan angry for a minute." Yeah. So your son came up to you and said, "Where the fuck is Anthem?" Not quite. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. That would have been awesome. No, that, no, that would have gone differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. All right. So uh, some good news here. We think anyway. So Splinter Cell. The game that we've all been waiting for for a long time now. The creative director of Splinter Cell Conviction and Blacklist. His name is Maxime Balland or Belland. He um, he went to Epic Games last year for a while, but now he's back at Ubisoft. He is being given a vice president title, and he's going to be one of the VPs reporting up through this new editorial team that we talked about last week. So this is that new team that basically oversees the direction of individual IPs. And so, of course, between who he is, the games he's made, the rumors of Splinter Cell, the new editorial team, there's uh, some very, very good signs here that, you know, Splinter Cell IP's there, you've got the creative director back, and they're going to hopefully at some point give us a damn new game. I'm not holding my breath. No, I'm never <laughs> holding my breath at this point. I just no. figured this is this is at least a good sign. Yeah. Um, 
kind of, <clears throat> I guess. It, it, I mean, it, it, the problem, you, you've got the fan base, right, for, for a Splinter Cell game. You know, it's going to sell like crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if, if it just seems like, you know, we're just guys playing video games and stuff, but why do we, it, why do we feel like it's a very simple thing when you say, hey, you've got this super successful IP that everybody's been asking for just to see something about it, but we're not going to do anything with it. I, I never. It's bizarre. It's super weird. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's like Dead Space. That's their that's Bioshock. Their, yeah. Well, they're finally doing something with Bioshock, right. but I mean, you know, that's that's their that's their wheelhouse, I guess. You know, <laughs> that's that's fine. You know, I, maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. The, the thing is, <laughs> just did, do something. Did you got Breakpoint? What are you worried about? Yeah, I did. You know, they released a big update for that too. Yeah, we don't need do to much. talk about it. No, nope. we don't need to talk about that. Nope, terrible. But Dead Space is a great example. Yeah. They killed off Visceral, freaking EA, right? Super talented team. Um, and then they, the IP's just dead in the water. It's like mm-hmm. because you guys wanted to make Dead Space Three more co op and action y mm-hmm. when nobody was asking for that. No. Nope. Yeah. It's right here. God. Yeah, well, it didn't work out for him, did it? They no. went and screwed up the IP instead. Just give it to someone else. All right. This is going to be the angry big cast. <laughs> All right, let's episode, get to some good news. Episode 90. Let's get to some good news. The wet blanket big cast. <laughs> Shout out to the wet poncho. Yeah, the wet poncho. <laughs> uh, the Peggy board, which you've probably seen in games and ratings, but the actual acronym, which I didn't actually know for some reason part of this, is the Pan-European Game Information Board, oh. or who rate the games in Europe. They've rated Mortal Kombat Collection Online. For the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And the description of this rating, because there obviously when you file this, there has to be a description with it, reads, Mortal Kombat Collection Online is the original Mortal Kombat trilogy that Mortal Kombat fans always wanted. Upgraded art, gameplay, and online features provide an incredible experience that revive the classics. So... People like me who are big MK guys, you know, they've re-released the original trilogy before on like Xbox Live Arcade and you could play the originals, but they were really just single player originals, no touch-ups or anything. Um, What this sounds like is you're taking the original trilogy, updating the graphics, some newer gameplay and adding online probably playability or competitive features, right? Which uh, is just sounds incredible. It's uh, it, they actually say fans always wanted, and they're not really lying there. That is something MK fans have always wanted. Mm. Yeah, see, I'm I've never been a Mortal Kombat guy. I've always thought number two was like where they peaked. Um, it's one of my until, favorites until yeah. nine. Yeah, maybe I have no idea because I never played nine. <laughs> nine was on 360 PS3, they, and it's incredible. Isn't the first one like if I remember correctly? It's almost like they use like. Lifelike, you know, like... Yeah, they yeah. were scanned, yeah. Scanned, right? Yeah, so that's going to be weird to see. It depends they... how they do it, yeah. MK1 is really, really dated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, like, hugely dated. MK2 is still a very good game. And MK3 is a very good game, too, because MK3, they sped it up. MK1 and 2 play very slowly. Mm-hmm. MK3, they added the run button to where mm-hmm. you can kind of charge. Yeah. Added core characters like Cabal and uh, Nightwolf. They got remarkable, yeah. Yeah, they got added in um, in MK3. So being able to just play updated version, if they could make them run in like 60 frames and then, you know just a little tuned up and then play competitive online would be would be cool. Yeah, as long as the fans like it, that's <laughs> fine. 
<laughs> okay, so this is wet blanket number two here. Huh? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Witcher for a little bit. So Netflix is, if you weren't aware, Witcher, we've talked about that, of course, I think everyone is, but it is now, the CEO came out of Netflix and said that The Witcher is the most watched Netflix original show. It's been watched by over 76 million households, which is... I don't know if they normally talk about how many households watch a show, but that sounds like a lot of freaking households. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and he, quote, said, you can expect season after season. So, one, we've got confirmation that, you know, Netflix, or excuse me, the Witcher series is basically set. And we, we can be uh, excited about those coming for a while now. But they also announced something new, and that is that um, there's a Witcher animated film on the way called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. And according to the quote on this, it just says, The world of The Witcher expands in this anime film that explores a new threat facing the continent. Based on, uh, if you dug a little deeper and see the article on our site, based on some of the stories from the books again. So like an offshoot. Um, so I don't know what this looks like. I know people were saying this may look something like the Castlevania series. Okay. Um, I'm not big into anime. but yeah, me neither. Yeah, if, you know, it really depends how they do it. You know what I mean? If it's just an animated film but still has the maturity and everything else with it. I'll like it. If it's turned into some kind of literal anime that, that tones it down or changes it, I'm not going to care for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I know, like, the Batman and the DC animated yeah. stuff is huge. Yeah, you people know? love that. Yeah, I, I've watched a couple, and they're, you know, it's, it's just really not my, my scene, I guess. Like, the only animated stuff I've ever watched and enjoyed is probably Star Wars. Okay. Like Clone Wars stuff. Clone Wars. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about that coming out, but... We'll see what they do. We'll see how people receive it. It's not like something I'm going to be waiting on. I mean, but I, I love The Witcher, so you know, yeah. it, it's hard to, you know, when you when you when you love that source material so much, mm -hmm. you know, and then something like this comes out, you're kind of like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, it, it's. I think for both of us, it sounds like it's a definitely gonna check it out, but yeah. can't really say you're gonna love it yet until we see what it is. Sure. Yeah, but it's exciting. It's exciting to hear that The Witcher's doing so well. I know... That's awesome. Yeah, that it being more of an unknown to at least the broad audience. Uh, when it launched, people didn't know how this was going to perform on Netflix. And, well, they put that to rest. Yep. Um, I'm actually surprised because I watched it with my wife and my mom. And my mom, who loves Game of Thrones and all these other shows like that, she didn't really care for it. It's a lot of boobs. <laughs> you know, that might be it. It might be part of the thing. Like, uh, yeah. My mom's seen boobs, I would suspect, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the 76 million households is like, you know, the kids that have like the access to their parents, you know, accounts. <laughs> they just like, keep hey, rewatching the yeah. first 10 minutes of episode just, one. Yeah, we're just watching that uh, anything with the NFR in it and uh, seeing what happens. Oh, that's nice. I didn't see that last time. Let me rewind this rewind. again. Yeah. That's, a, that's probably 6 million of the 7 million, 76. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, but good for us. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited. So I know uh, Henry Cavill was posting about filming season two. So let's go. Do it. All right. Uh, while we're on the Netflix train, interesting news here is that uh, Xbox has hired a new uh, chief marketing officer. So, you know, if you know the corporate scene. Is that um, what Mike was, Yabara? What was he doing? No, no, no. Mike was part of the live services team. Yeah. Um, their current vice president of marketing is Aaron Greenberg. Okay. Um, but 
this, when you, I was just going to say in the corporate world, when you call someone a CMO, right? When they're an officer, that is literally the head position. So mm-hmm. he'll, my guess is be, will be that he'll report directly to Phil. Um, um, just like, you know, Phil's kind of the CEO of that division, you know, he's the chief executive officer. This will be the chief marketing officer. You have a CFO, chief financial, you know, they're all the heads of everything. Gotcha. So this guy, um, oh my God, I didn't put his name here. I'm pretty sure it's Jarrett West. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But he was the head of marketing and vice president for um, the Asian Pacific region of Netflix. And so he was with Xbox back in the early days of the 360 when they launched the 360 for a few years and when they launched the Kinect. And little known fact, I know people make fun of the Kinect nowadays, but most people forget that the Kinect is one of the best-selling electronic devices of all time. In fact, it had the Guinness Book of World Record for the fastest-selling device of all time. So he was around during, if you think about Xbox's 20 years, right, probably their peak. Mm-hmm. was at the height of the Xbox 360 and Connect days, right? I mean, they were selling like crazy. So um, could be news, uh, interesting news here. Obviously, we'll see what he does. I think, it's, I think the most interesting thing about this is that he was the head of the Asia-Pacific region because there's a lot, a lot of talk, Phil himself, talking about working with Japanese developers and refocusing on the Asian regions and expanding, obviously, into China because that's the biggest upcoming market. Um, things of that nature. So, again, nothing if not interesting. Yeah, for sure. I got much on that one. No, no yeah. worries. Uh, and then, you know, it kind of aligns well with, um, you know, uh, Phil had tweeted about a week ago saying, you know, going to be working with developers in Japan again this week and talking to people. And then he tweeted, I want to say a day or two ago, and basically said that he was, uh, it's always great seeing publishers and developers playing some announced and unannounced titles and planning for E3. So if you remember last year, um, actually the past two years, they, they've had quite a lot of announcements out of the um, Japanese regions for Xbox. So Fantasy Star Online, you know, is coming first to Xbox. Crossfire X coming first to Xbox. That's true. Um, Yakuza and all the Final Fantasies are now coming and coming to Game Pass. So there just seems to be a lot of focus again from the Xbox team on Japan and the Asian markets, which is a good thing. It's, it's definitely a... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a it's a lacking part of their portfolio. So uh, I, again, if nothing, if not exciting, it means more games, more platforms. I heard that the something about XCloud over in I think maybe South Korea. It is. Yeah. Was was that the, played twice as much as right. people in the U.S. That's craziness. Yep. Now you're given access. This is their plan. That, of course, that's their plan. <laughs> right? That's what people don't. Nobody get. needs to go buy the. You nope. know, they're like, oh, we don't need to buy the Xbox. You just gave it to us on our phones, which we are obsessed with. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. You know, don't, don't worry about it. They don't sell a lot of consoles there. So to give you perspective, right? Uh, PS4 is up to 106 million. Yeah. That's the last number, yeah. right? Yeah, that was when they did it. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going off of memory. I don't have this in front of me. But I want to say that PS4 is only like 6 million in Japan. I have no idea. Something like that. Like, I I could be wrong. I don't know. But my point being, it's not a big percentage of PlayStation's worldwide global base, right? right? And so, yeah, I, right from the start with xCloud, the whole thing is, unlike the Switch, which sells like gangbusters, right, in Japan... Um, everybody is on their phone. Mobile is far and away the biggest market in these Asian regions. Oh, huge. You open up the entire Xbox ecosystem to that hundreds of millions of yeah. people. All you got to do is buy a controller. Yeah. That's it. 
and yeah, that's it. Um, it's yeah, that that's that's a whole nother topic. But yes, so when they came out and said, yeah, South Korea loves it, you know, lots of people logged in and they were playing on average twice as much as any other region. It was like, well, yeah. Now, now you take those gamers and some of the games that they enjoy yep. from the Asian markets. You put them on xCloud. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, you've got so many people playing it, subscribers, you know. And, 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 you, and you're doing the reverse, right? Because now you don't have to convince Japanese or Asian developers to come to the Xbox console because the fear was always, well, the games that we make aren't enjoyed or bought by people who are on the Xbox console. Right. right now, we're not going to spend the development time to sell 500,000 copies. You don't have to worry about that anymore. No. I've got 200 million people in your Asian region playing on xCloud every day. They're, make your game. Put yeah. it on xCloud. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's all you got to do. And then once it's on, that's the beauty of xCloud is the xCloud hardware, and I've said this before, you can check out my video, <laughs> the xCloud hardware is the console hardware. Right. It's already the Xbox One hardware, and they're upgrading xCloud to Series X hardware. So once you to put it on xCloud is the same thing to put it on Xbox One. If it's on right. one, it's on the other. Right. I mean, you, it's yeah. brilliant, man. It's it's, a, it's, a, it's this is what for all you people that said that this was stupid, they're laughing at you, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, oh, look at that stupid Twitter guy from Florida who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, but likes to make noise yeah. because he likes attention." XCloud is killing developers. I'm buying a PS5. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are. stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that was a little glimpse of what's coming. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting. All right. You see, they're giving it for free right now, right? So <clears throat> it's just, it's uh-huh. free. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta like, get them in. Charging. You gotta get them in. Yeah. Ten bucks a month. Play yep. all these games. Yep. Oh, and also we've got these you know seven or eight developers from you know the Asia market that are making more games for this specifically yep. for you because we know you know it's almost like XCloud. Was built for that market. Oh yeah, it's it's not here. No, because everybody's kind of. It's a nicety here. Yeah, it's like, oh hey, I can play this at my in-laws, so I don't have to listen to them talk. Over there, this is their way of life. Yeah, you know, for gamers over there, that's the big difference in the culture. And yeah, the light bulbs are coming on now, aren't they? Boom! (laughs) See, that's what happens. It's funny because we've always, you know, we we've heard. I I know even Bert used to say, like, I, I just don't know, you know, this really isn't for me. I don't see the how this is a big play, and it's like it's that you're not the market. Yeah, we're not. No, yeah. I don't think I'm the market. But you know, I get to play Madden in my, my bed now, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's a yeah. feature I'll use occasionally, but I'm not the market. Yeah, the, the world is the market. Right. So interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Ninja Theory. Speaking oh, yeah. of Xbox Game Studios, great studio. Um, you know, already looking at um, Hellblade Two and Bleeding Edge, which launches actually that launches in March. Mm-hmm. Um. But we knew they had three uh, projects in development, and they actually already started teasing their third. So it's titled Project Mara, and they released a kind of a short seven-minute dev diary called The Dreadnought Diaries. And this was episode one titled The Mission this week. So if you haven't checked that out, you can find it on our site, find it on YouTube, what have you. Um, but it's a, a kind of behind the scenes, you know, some of the developers and leads in uh, Ninja Theory talking about development on this new title, new hardware, what it's like to be a, um, a part of Xbox Game Studios now, which they said they are very privileged to be. Well, no shit, you've got money and time. And freedom to do whatever <laughs> the heck you want. Yeah, but at the very tail end of that um, uh, teaser, there's about 
20, 40 seconds maybe, yeah. a, sh a short stint, where it basically goes into kind of this haunting, um, I don't know if you could describe this better than me, kind of a haunting, um, it, it actually almost, in a way, reminded me of Hellblade a little bit, because it's almost like a, a woman who seemed to be it haunted looked, by like... It's the same girl. Exactly, yeah. like herself, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but when they showed it, and because that dude was sitting on the stairs earlier in the video, and then they showed the video of yeah. the same stairs. I'm like, it's it. So that's photo real. I mean, not even photorealistic. That's like better than real life. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So that there. Did you know that that's on purpose? The project, the game, is being developed. The environment of the game is one of the uh, Ninja Theory employees' um, apartments. That's craziness. Isn't that cool? Craziness. Yeah. It looks really good, except it looks also it really scary. Yeah, yeah I love I'm, it. That's that's not me. So <laughs> love it. And the guy that does most of the talking, one of the studio heads, kind of walks around. You know, good for him for doing this stuff. I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be friends with him in real life. Like if I had the opportunity, I I, I kind of wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> and it's, it's neither here nor there. I'm just saying. <laughs> like I was I was watching the video. I was like, man, I don't really like this dude at all but just he's one, doing some awesome stuff just one of those dudes that rubbed you the wrong way right yeah, yeah just, that happens yeah it's okay you know i'm still gonna play your games and you're yeah. still awesome for doing what you're doing and tackling this stuff i just don't like you so no offense <laughs> you know not that you're watching this but if you are keep doing what you're doing yeah just you, don't you're do doing it. good stuff over there. yeah maybe you know turn away from the camera when you're doing your <laughs> development diary so i don't have to look at your face <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, there we go. We've lost all contingent. There they all go. The, Bye, guys. Ninja Theory is gone. All right. So uh, <laughs> another smaller studio that is growing apparently is Housemark. So Housemark, if uh, the name doesn't ring a bell, they're the makers of Resogun, who uh, that was a fantastic launch title on the PlayStation Four. And they also made Nex Machina, which was, a, again, a fantastic shooter. They make incredible, like, not twin-stick shooters, but, you know, like, fast-action shooters. So they've been working on their new title for almost three years now, they said. It's going to be their biggest title to date. And the team at Housemark is now the biggest it's ever been, with nearly 80 people. So it's their 25th anniversary this year, and they're talking about working on this big project. And, of course, what that leads me to believe is you've been working on this for three years, Team's biggest it's ever been. They mentioned that they're excited about working with um, partners they've worked with before, and they've been almost like a second party to PlayStation. So mm -hmm. it would not surprise me even a little bit. Um, I don't think it's a big jump to say that whatever their title is that they're working on is going to be uh, right there in the launch window of PS5. Yeah, bring it on, man. Yeah, bring it on. I don't know what next machine is. I've heard of Resogun. I've seen it, but. Um, Next Machina is really cool. I have it. Yeah, I even have the soundtrack because it's like this cool uh, electronica soundtrack. Man, well, I need some more games now. Can you do something for that? Hot <laughs> because I've been playing a lot of old stuff. So cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure whatever they're working on. Yeah, gonna it's be cool. probably awesome. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not often nowadays that you talk about a developer that's been around for 25 years. No. They were founded in '94. Oh Think about games gosh. in '94, man. That's Two years after the launch of the SNES. That's how long that goes back. So, I mean, PC gaming in 94 was due. Yep. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, oh yeah. Woo. But there wasn't, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot at that point. Yeah. So, um, so of Doom. Yeah, speaking of Doom. I did that on purpose. Segway! <laughs> Doom Eternal. So, Doom Eternal, we got... Um, 
some more gameplay footage this week. Uh, just looks fantastic. One of the best quotes. I don't know what site it was, uh, but one of the coolest quotes I saw this week um, because they had the uh, preview event mm-hmm. where some of the major sites could go out and you know play it for a few hours. Um, I don't know. Our invitation got lost in the mail somewhere, but it happens. Yeah, we'll get there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> is they said it's if you watched Evil Dead Two and gave it an Avenger size budget. Holy crap. And I was like, well, that's just a fantastic analogy. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that, but that sounds great. And all of the preview uh, previews that I read and footage that I read, just they were all over the moon. About yeah, it. I've never, I didn't see a single one that was like, meh. Yeah. It kind of looks okay. No. Everything I saw looked insane. Nuts. Insane. Yeah. And one, we've been talking about how long this is going to be, you know, yeah. this game. They said the campaign is twice the length of. Doom 2016. So about 20-some hours, probably? For If you're moving through it. I, I put about, to finish it, I probably put 18 to 20 in 2016. Now, I was getting the collectibles and stuff. Right. but So that means this game could be 35, 40 hours for me. Someone like me, which is awesome. Yeah, so for sure. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, the one thing that was kind of weird, which I put on here, is that uh, it looks like there's going to be a battle pass. So the multiplayer component here is a little different um, in that, as I understand it anyway, it's going to be like a two-on-one style multiplayer. Like you've got one, you, the demons you can be, right? And then you hunt demons. They showed it in the months ago in their new thing. But I, I thought of it as more of like a little add-on component, you know, like focus this time is fully campaign. Because if you remember, Doom in 2016 had full multiplayer. Yeah. had deathmatch and all that stuff. I actually played it for quite a while. This one, they said they're mixing it up. And so I was like, well, that's cool, but this doesn't look like something that people are going to play just a ton. Right. More of like have some fun with it here and there. But a Battle Pass, there's actually screenshots of just like uh, Apex and Fortnite and those others where it's like you're leveling up and unlocking things and there's going to be uh, boosters you can buy. So, you know, like microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if I really like the sound of that. Um, I'm down with battle passes, but I hope that the multiplayer component is going to be much more fully featured than they've shown if they're going to be offering boosters and a battle pass because what they've shown has not looked that deep. Yeah. I will play none of it except for the <laughs> single player. Um, so good on you for the battle pass. I mean, that seems like the way to go. Seems like, and usually they're pretty well done. They are, they you have know, been, yeah. They've you know, gotten into a good rhythm with them. Yeah, you know, Red Dead, I, I I got that one. It was it's great, you know. I got, oh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. it, there's, you know, my kids love the Fortnite one. I, uh, Rocket League, I think it does it now. You know, and Apex, obviously. There's a know, bunch of modern, tons of modern yeah, warfare. Does it? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a good model. Yeah. I think it's better than just like your DLCs. Yeah. Like you oh, release the sure. DLCs for free. Yep. Give them the battle pass to give them that extra incentive. Yep. You know, 10, 20 bucks. You know, that's what people want. It's a good model. You make money. People are happy. This will probably work. I don't, you never, I don't hear a lot of, you know, talk about the multiplayer on really any Doom. You know, no. I, I know, you, know, you no. just, just yeah, I'm sure they have like the competitions and the esports and stuff. But I just never really hear about it. And I never really played it anyway. So the, the reboot multiplayer, it wasn't bad. It just, it was. It was just kind of forgettable. Yeah. And then they rebooted it. They kind of like overhauled it mm-hmm. and made it better. Um, but by then, it was too late. Right. You got to strike when the iron's hot, boys. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, we were just talking about with Anthem. Anthem. Um, 
so yeah, we'll see what that looks like. I, you know, I'm always multiplayer, so I with Doom, I'm more. That's probably the one FPS where I focus more on the single player mm-hmm. than the multiplayer. Um, but uh, if multiplayer is good, I'm definitely going to try it. I just was kind of surprised to hear about a battle pass because it didn't look like from what they'd shown that it was going to be that significant. But hopefully it is. Nice. We'll see. All right, got a fun rumor here. And um, so this is a rumor that was um, called out on Twitter by a guy that goes by Aesthetic Gamer. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing it up, you know, we don't talk about rumors too often here, but he has leaked things in the past. I went back and looked and did research and all this, and he's been pretty on point uh, with some things in the past. So he was saying that Konami actually about two years ago now began shopping the Silent Hill IP with developers um, and trying to see who would want to work on it and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because they're busy building effing slot machines. Um which, if you didn't know, that's what they do nowadays. Hmm. They build pachinko machines and slot machines, Konami. Perfect. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> so, apparently, there's two games that are in the works. Um, and he believes that we'll probably see them at some point this year. Not release, but see them. Uh, the first is a reboot, kind of like a reimagining of Silent Hill as it is. Um, that's the one I think most of us want, right? Is bring Silent Hill back, freshen it up. Scare the crap out of us. Dan will be first in line. And uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, the second is supposedly something like an Until Dawn or like a Telltale style game where you're playing through making decisions, I guess, you know, with a group or what have you. So both of those sound great to me. Obviously, I want the reboot more than the second one, but I would probably buy both. Silent Hill is one of those long lost IPs that just has to come back. It just has to. It's one of the best horror IPs we've ever seen in gaming. I still maintain that Silent Hill 2 is, if it's not the greatest horror game ever made, it's damn well in the top three in my opinion. It's way up there. And um, after the cancellation of Silent Hills with Guillermo del Toro and our friend Kojima, shout out to Kojima, I'm sure he's listening. Um, After the cancellation of that, which kind of really sucks because, you know, everyone was looking forward to it, and the cancellation of PT, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about time we we see something from Silent Hill. Yeah, I mean, it, I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a genre that I just can't get into. It's not for you. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I know there's a ton of fans for it. And the horror know, game fans are all over. Oh yeah, they love this stuff, and, and that's great, man. I hope they bring it out, and I hope they do a really good job with the reboot slash remake slash whatever it is they're going to do. I'm probably if I were to play one of them, I'm probably more interested in more of the the Telltale style of course, game. Yeah, you know, that's because you can still have fun theme. with those. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I can deal with a little bit. Without shitting your... Yeah, without shitting my pants. Yeah, so, you know, I just do that on occasion, you know, (laughs) playing Madden. You never know. It's like, oh, did you see that pass? Oh, crap. I'm going to change my cause. But, you know, it is what it is. I, uh... (laughs) I'm I'm 40-something years old now, man. You know, we got to... It depends, man. It depends. It depends. Um, So what's interesting here is, you know, Kojima has alluded to the fact that he would like to make a horror game. Yeah. And that he would like to make, you know, typical Kojima. I want to make the scariest game of all time. I can't just make a horror game. You know, yeah. it has to be the greatest thing of all time. But yep. I think as much as I criticize Kojima, and I really don't like the guy too much, I would say that the style of game he makes and the way he directs them could really lend itself to the oh, horror sure, genre. Yeah. Because shit doesn't have to make sense. Nope. It can be completely <laughs> out. He could literally go in the far reaches of his Kojima mind. And that and would just, do it. That's and, all he needs. Yeah, and just pull out absolute craziness. 
and just make it scary. I think he could actually do that. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And that would be a Kojima game that I would buy on day one because mm-hmm. I think he would pull that off. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, he's done so much in the past with all, you know, it, 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 he's so out there. And the stuff makes, like you said, zero sense yeah. sometimes. You know, this would be perfect for him. And if that's where he's going to go for next. I would love it. Go for it. A, a Kojima... I'm, I'm asking. I'm actually asking for a Kojima game. A Kojima Silent Hill. Go Man. for it. Yeah, I mean it, it would sell. Or like leave Silent Hill alone. You, you do your own thing, but you know, regardless, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in a Kojima horror game. I think that would be cool. Oh, for sure. Um, there was something else I was going to say about this, and now I can't remember what it was. Damn it. Mm. Kojima. Kojima. See, he messed me <laughs> up, Mom. Yeah. yeah, right back at it. <laughs> All right, what have you been playing? Anything? <laughs> Madden. Super Bowl's got me excited. Got you back into it? Yep. Okay. Uh, I played, I got back into Horizon Zero Dawn because nice. I, I was, uh, I got the uh, a little add-on for the play. Uh, oh, the back button attachment? The back button yeah. attachment. So yeah. I wanted to kind of try it out. Love that game. I'm like Amazing in the middle game. of a new game plus. I've been in the middle of a new game plus Did for a long time. Did you play the Frozen Wilds? Yeah. Did you see? I, I bought it at launch. I still haven't played it. It wasn't my favorite expansion. I mean, it was good. But they they do they overdid the snow in my opinion. Okay. You know, it was just kind of the point where I was like, I can't even see anything. <laughs> this is driving me crazy. But it was cool. Some of the stuff they introduced in that it was definitely awesome. Um, finished that. Um, finished Yakuza, the Yakuza Four. Okay. Finally. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I thought I had finished it, and then I was like, I don't remember it ending. So I went back and it started, and I was like, Oh, I was right at the end. So I, I had like one more mission, and damn that last boss. Tough. Holy crap. I was like, it's like, so you play, I and mean, this is a little bit of spoiler, you play as four different people in the game. Okay. And, you know, you, you, you kind of do different storylines, and they all interconnect at the end. Sure. Um, Tarantino it. Yeah, and there's four, basically four bosses okay. at the end, and you, you you have to fight them with your four different characters. You know, one guy goes after this guy, you know, Kiru goes after this guy, and the last one, it's you against this, like, police chief, who's a Complete puss. But he's got like 18 guys that are helping him, like his bodyguards. Okay. Man, I was struggling. I used every single like health thing that I had, and I barely finished him on just normal level. I was just like, this is nuts. And that, that's still all the real-time combat, right? Like yes. a fighting game yes. type thing? Like, yeah. Right. So it's a lot of, okay. you know, and I thought I had everything down, but every one of those four guys has a different fighting style, so you actually have to... Mm adapt to it so you're going one right after another just like a sequential deal and the first three weren't too bad the last dude oh my god i was i was cussing i was yelling i was going nuts but finished it it was awesome okay i also played played like a lot of little just trying out games like okay. uh there's that one that's a ultimate some kind of battle simulator taps or oh yeah 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 right? totally accurate battle simulator it. yeah it's yeah. hilarious it's hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah I played it's on game pass that. by the way yep it's yeah, it's in preview right now. So yeah. it's that's actually pretty funny. I, I, oh, I, it's I, hilarious! Yeah, I've watched videos of it. Yeah. I've done a few a few of the missions. I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, my son plays it. Yeah, the tutorials even are just great. I, like, I forgot about it. He was playing it a few weeks ago, and then they were cracking oh, up. I was dying, and uh, I meant to come down and download it, and I forgot. I need to do that. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, but yeah, mostly it, that's basically what I've been playing. A little bit of Red Dead here and there. Okay, um, but I've just kind of. Trying to find something that I want to put my time into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've got all these games. You know, I'm waiting for Yakuza 5. 
So that's what I was just going to ask you as you're talking about Yakuza. Is Yakuza 5 the brand new one that's coming with the where they're changing the combat that's up and seven. all that? That's 7. Or whatever the next the Yakuza. It's called something else. I can't remember what it's called. So there's it, 1 through, or 0 through 6 is yeah. the Kiru Kazuma, whatever story. He's the main guy, right? The, the main protagonist. Guy. So 5 yeah. is part of the remastered that they released. Oh, so that 3, 4, and 5? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but that's not out yet? No. That'll be, I think, February. Oh. It's coming out. So. Oh, well, that's good. That's soon. Soon. I'll be playing that. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I haven't played. And... Uh, but short of that, I've just been kind of going back and forth. Because six, you have played because that was a PS4 only release. Right. Okay, yep. I've got it now. Yep. So I now think. I'm kind of filling in the gaps. Yeah, right I got now. you. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but it's there's so many games I have, and so many of them that I'm, I'm just like, I'll play like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah. I'm never gonna yeah, play yeah. this again. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Why did I buy this? Man, I hope you know. It's funny you said filling in the gaps. I hope we're. I think we talked about this a while ago, but I hope we're past the point now where these Japanese developers are thinking, "Ah, eh, the American market's not really going to like this." And then they release it like ten years later, and you've got to play everything all out of order because you know what I mean. Like that's what I've been doing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. And they've done, they've done that in the past. Final Fantasy was the best example, right? But mm-hmm. I just hope we're past that point now. Uh, is Yakuza Seven? Yeah, now they may have to localize it, of course, for the American market, right? But I would assume that's releasing in worldwide eventually, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's. I don't even know if I'm gonna play that one. No, I, I, I don't. You're gonna play it. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. Was it turn based? Now it's a weird turn based combat. Yeah, yeah, that's not. It's like a JRPG. I want to fight. That's what Yakuza is. It's beating <laughs> the crap out of people, you know. And I, they'll probably make it cool somehow, though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of see what the reviews look like. Like Judgment when it came out yeah. earlier this year. It was or last year. You reviewed that. Yeah, reviewed it. It was awesome. Yeah. Loved that game. Um, it was, while not part of that storyline, it used basically the same style and the same, you know, uh, mechanics and everything like that. So it was really easy to pick up, really easy to get into. Some of the settings were exactly the same. They just kind of reused it from Yakuza 6 or whatever. Okay. You know, same city, basically, yeah. just different story. Okay. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. There's There's so many games out that I haven't played, that I have sitting there. I'm just trying to, yeah, you know, get some of them down. It sucks because <laughs> I, I end up going back to like Horizon Zero Dawn for some reason. You know, it's yeah. like I played this all the way through, <laughs> and now I'm playing it again. But it's so good. It is good. Yeah, yep. it is really good. Um, I've been kind of in the same boat. I was traveling again this week, and I just haven't had a lot of time to game. Um, and so I, I've been in the same boat. I'm staring. I'll sit here and I'll be staring and I'll just turn on YouTube and watch. Yeah, I'll do that too. You know, yep. it's just I'm just not ultra motivated to play anything. But I, I, and I got really mad because I was texting you. I was in a hotel Thursday night, and I had to go to this event for my work. And I, I we're not going to get into it, but I drank too much and don't even you know it got a mess. So I lost my daily streak at like uh. 51 days on Red Dead. So now I was even pissed and I'm like, damn it, I'm not logging in today because I've already lost it and I'm, you know, forget it. But I need to go back to it because I'm at like level 76 or 77 of the pass. Yeah. You know, and I, I just want to keep, I want to keep playing. I yeah, enjoy you got a couple it. months. And I got to get my Husky. The Husky, you got to get to level 90. Yep. And uh, so I'm going to work on that. But then I, I started playing Indivisible. This is one of the games that launched on Game Pass last week. It was um, Plague Tale, um, Something else I'm forgetting. But, um, that one's not out yet. Well, uh, I'm console, I mean. Oh, console. console. Okay. But anyway, um, so it's, it's an interesting game. Um, it is like a 2D platformer slash action role-playing game, but with like real-time turn-based combat, like a JRPG. I don't even know how to describe it. It's really odd. Like, 
you just have to play it. it it's kind of got a really lighthearted uh, art style, silly sense of humor. Almost when it first started, I was like, oh god, this feels almost like a, an anime, you know, like Japanese. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna like this. But then I started playing it, and it's actually pretty fun. The combat's interesting. And uh, you build up party members, and they interact with each other and make silly jokes. And I don't know. It's, it's one of those games I wouldn't have played if it weren't for Game Pass, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found myself playing it. I've probably got a few hours into it now, and it's, it's kind of fun. So nice. you might have not heard of it like me. I had no idea what this was when it came out, but maybe give it a shot. Just give it a look. Um, so that's pretty fun. And then get back to Red Dead. Um, but there's, there's nothing releasing that I can think of. You know what I've really thought about going back to when I've got this freaking monster PC coming back is World of Tanks. Oof. So I played World of Tanks for years. I um, tried that out. I was so bad. Oh, it's... You've got to dedicate... Like, oh. I have... Last time I looked, I want to say I have 4,500 matches. some Somewhere near 5,000 matches played, and I'm considered a noob. You look at people, they have 80,000, 100,000. I mean, these guys are like pros, you know? Um, it's one of those games you can dedicate ridiculous amounts of time to. And I, I've played a lot, but I only play on PC. It's it's one of the few games I play where I tried playing it on console, even when they updated it for the 1X and all that, the 4K. You you cannot play that game the same way on console as you can on PC. You just can't. Mm. It's a keyboard and mouse because it's so precise. I mean, like down oh, yeah. to the hairline. And trying to do it with the thumbs, it just doesn't work. It's just not the same game. Mm. Um, so anyway, I, I've got, you know, I'm, I got my level tier 10 tank. It goes tier 1 through 10. I have my 10 destroyer. I mean, I have tons of time and money into that game. But I'm thinking about going back to that now that I've got a lull for till Doom comes out. See, that's, that's what I was thinking about going back in, getting some PC stuff out. I need to finish this Coliseum. Oh, so, you know, that's what I can play on my new PC, yes, too. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. It doesn't take much to... Yeah, I can play that, that on this, really. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, there's, a, there's a few other ones that I was kind of looking at that, you know... It's funny, because I keep going back, I'm like, man, I kind of want to play KOTOR again. But it's so dated, and I can play that yeah. on the Xbox. And I tried at one point, and I was just like, man, I just can't do it. I, just, I can't do it. But on a PC, you can get, like, upgraded graphics and mods. You and can mod like it that. up, yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually, funny enough, remember, uh, like, ten minutes ago, I said there was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, maybe that's it. That was it. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's yeah. a rumor that just came out yesterday that... KOTOR is being re-kind of done for the new generation. I mean... I, I don't know how valid it is. I saw IGN reporting it, so it probably means it's not valid at all. Yeah, it could um, be nothing. <laughs> but if you see this table rising on my side, <laughs> because I have a huge stiffing, just thinking about it, that is still one of my favorite all-time it's games. one of the greatest. Uh, it's so good. It's, it, it's, you know, seeing that, even in its state that it is, you know, and how dated it is, still so better than Anthem. Good. <laughs> so you know, this ta- is what you could do, Bioware. That Bioware talent is it's just it's not there. there. Well, some well, of the devs there. are there. Yeah, and then everybody was like, eh. Yeah, some of the devs are there. No, I meant the actual there. people that made the... A lot of those people aren't at Bioware anymore. That's sad. But some are. Yeah. You know? Um, was Hudson there at the time? Yeah, he's and if, I, if I recall, I could be wrong, correct me, Hudson came in around the time of the first Dragon Age. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that was right after then. Yeah, I could be wrong. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and people often forget too that KOTOR um, 2, which was not as brilliant as 1, but it was still oh, excellent. Yeah, it was awesome. It was made by Obsidian. Mm. That makes sense now. Yep. That yeah. makes total sense. So, Those guys are insane good. Super talent. Yeah. Gosh. So I, so 
we're, we're all over the place right now, but Couture. Obsidian, who obviously made um, Out of Worlds, which mm-hmm. was my favorite game of 2019, um, and one of, I think, the best games of 2019, that was their small project. Yeah. You know, the the big game they're supposed to be working on is, is supposedly coming along. Man, I can't wait to see that. I can't Let's even imagine. Go. Can't even imagine. Super pumped. So many, so much good stuff coming. We're just but not now. We're in that. We're in that now. weird lull. Gosh, it's such a terrible yeah. lull. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. So closing. Um, little, <laughs> you read that online article. What about a miscommunication on that one? Oh, that so, happens. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Dan's article on Red Dead Online is up on the site. Um, I know tons of you checking it out. So excellent. Hopefully, it helped you. If you're, we've talked before, if you're thinking about playing Red Dead Online or want to get into it, just want to know about it, really good article. Talks about what's good, what's bad, the roles, all that stuff. So check that out. Um, thank everyone for checking out my Yennefer statue review video. That's getting quite a few hits. This week, I should have the Leshen statue. Now, this is um, something I ordered a while ago. You've seen the 11 and 12 inch Dark Horse figures like this, the Witcher ones that I show in my video. The Leshen one is from Dark Horse, but it's supposedly, I think, an 18 or 20 inch. So it's, the, the Leshen is the one with the, like, the antlers. The wood, cr- the wood yeah, creature. Yeah, yeah, badass. Yeah, he's like my that favorite cool. like uh, monster in the game. With that big elongated skull yes, kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, with the crows yes. around him and stuff. Yeah. Um, so there, this is not a Prime 1 you know, mega statue like I've shown. Um, it's from Dark Horse, but it's kind of an in-between. It's you know supposed to be like that. So when I get that, I'll definitely give you a look at it, too, because it's supposed to be really special. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Cool. Well, that's it, man. Big Cast 90 in the books. Oof. Ten to go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. As always, thanks for tuning in, subbing, liking, sharing, all that jazz. And we will catch you next week.